We don't have today the blonde, blue-eyed, nice Jesus that most of us grew up with. We have Jesus who is Semitic, who is Mediterranean, who is willing to insult people who are outside of his circle, who argues with his disciples and berates them for not getting it. It's a basin. And making it harder is that most of us in the room today are Gentile Christians, which means we don't hear this the same way Matthew's community would have heard it at the end of the first century. Largely a Jewish Christian community wrestling with the issues that are central in this gospel, and those are issues of purity. And how do we carry out the kosher, the food laws that we have been given as a Jewish people when we are confronted by Gentiles all around us. What did Jesus really have to say about that? As I was driving in today and saw the no parking signs along Old Mill Street, my blood pressure started to go up a little bit steam started to come out of my ears a little bit. It struck me that the other theme in today's gospel is one about the giving and the receiving, the taking of offense. And everybody is obsessed about that. Now, there's nothing politically correct about today's gospel. Jesus is the least politically correct figure of anybody in the gospel today. And so there's a lot of giving and taking of offense. So much so that the disciples are worried, almost pathologically, about the reaction of the Pharisees to Jesus' teaching, which sets aside the food laws in favor of looking at our interpersonal behavior, how we treat one another, and more than that, how we bring God's morality into the world. The Pharisees, the Gospel says, were obsessed with outward things. Jesus says elsewhere, they were busy cleaning the exterior of vessels when inside was all kinds of grime and filth. Jesus has a dim view of the Pharisees' perspective, needless to say, but the disciples are very worried about the Pharisees' reaction. So my spiritual director is fond of saying, you know, what other people think about me is really none of my business. And Jesus, in not so mild a manner, points that out to the disciples. You know, let them take care of themselves. What they think is not my business. I'm here to proclaim the kingdom of God. And then after all of these times that Jesus has had similar teachings, Peter still doesn't get it. When does Peter ever get it, right? Sometime after the resurrection, I think. But Peter is still sort of out there trying to figure this all out. and says, explain this parable to us. We don't get it. And Jesus is so frustrated, he says, you know what, I'm leaving town. I've had enough. I'm taking a vacation. I'm going to a place where there are fewer Israelites, and I don't have to mess with this. And so he goes out to Tyre and Sidon, and lo and behold, a native, a Canaanite woman, comes after him, wanting him to heal her daughter. You know, and you can just imagine the steam coming out of Jesus' ears. You know, I, I left all this behind. I've had enough. I need a break. And besides all that, this is not part of my mission statement. <laughs> I wasn't handed a piece of paper to take care of the Canaanites. As you see, Canaanites, of course, in Jesus' culture, 
are the most outside. They are the condemned outside. Remember, they are the people whom Scripture says the Israelites have conquered and displaced, and they practice and they do things that are completely beyond the pale as far as traditional Israelite society is concerned. And so Jesus has a racist tape that plays, like all of our racist and sexist and all the other isms that we have in our heads that are programmed, programmed into us by our society. That tape starts to play for him and out comes this insult, which is easily one of the greatest insults in all of scripture. He calls her a dog, which is not to say she's a pet, but is to say she is an unclean animal in his society. If that doesn't take care of your blonde, blue-eyed, nice Jesus, I don't know what will. So I'll leave that for you to wrestle with. But what is striking is her response. The Canaanite woman is one of the few, if not the only person in all of the canonical Gospels who responds to Jesus' parable, this time in the form of an insult, with another parable. She takes the metaphor and she runs with it. And it is with her humble response, which probably has more than a hint of sarcasm underneath it, that shames him and points out something much deeper. She shames him into seeing her. She grabs his attention and she shows something that really takes us to the heart of today's reading and today's gospel, all about giving and taking offense. She refuses to take offense and walk away. Think about that in our society and in all of our interpersonal relationships, how easy it is to take offense at others who differ from us and walk away. And how even easier it is to take offense at those who might insult us or degrade us or disagree with us and walk away. She refuses to do that. And it is in that refusal that her faith stands head and shoulders above the faith of the disciples in this gospel. They are so busy worrying about what other people will think. It's the Canaanite woman who is in need, who comes and sees God in Jesus and demands healing and insists on it, even when he says something offensive to her. Now, giving and taking offense is part of our lives. We often do it inadvertently. I doubt the guys across the street were trying to upset Sunday services when they put out those parking signs this morning. Just as we were not trying to offend neighbors when we did the work on the roof a few weeks ago, but we did offend neighbors. We had one swearing in the street out here at one point during the, during the presence of the tar. Giving and taking offense is part of the picture, right? We don't live without giving and taking offense. Maybe the measure of our faith, today's gospel tells us, through the Canaanite woman, 
is that in a world of giving and taking of offense, maybe the measure of our faith is our insistence on remaining in relationship This has been a sermon podcast from the Episcopal Church of Our Savior, Mill Valley, California. We are a growing, welcoming community for those seeking to deepen their relationship with God and to journey in faith with God's people through the breaking of bread and in service to others in Christ's name. You can reach us by phone at 415-388-1907 or visit us online at OurSaviorMV.org. That's O-U-R-S-A-V-I-O-U-R-M-V for Mill Valley dot O-R-G. We wish you God's peace, and we hope to greet you in person very soon.